Welcome to the Denim and Pearls Podcast. Business casual conversation laced with pearls of wisdom. Casual, authentic, unscripted dialogue about life, work, and entrepreneurship with the perfect blend of laughter and seriousness. Pull up a chair, kick back, and lean in as we welcome your hosts, Michelle Ross and Brian Swanson. Are right, just gonna sing the singing show for you today. Okay. Hi, my name is Michelle Morales. <laughs> I'm Brian Swanson. And we're at Denim and Pearls. And this is Ariel, our guest today. Hey, little one. <laughs> we're at Denim and Pearls, and we're business casual with but Pearls of Wisdom from the porch. Wow, we're on today. We are. So spooky, scary. It's very scary, spooky. What scares you? Well, I, I think I put in the comments, you know, we always hear that fear doesn't move us forward, but being scared, you know, that's kind of fear of the or the, the future. So we don't move forward. Well, what about our past? What in our past scares us that keeps us from moving forward? What in our past puts a perception in our minds? There's that word again, perception. Yeah. So it's kind of that, that's kind of the thought process I had, but that doesn't mean we have to stick there. Of course, we we'll start. Do. What do you want to do? <laughs> I don't know. See, we're both just getting awake. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's got to be like 6 a.m. somewhere on the East Coast or something. I don't know. And I'm still awake. <laughs> well, I am, I think, still in Paris time. So I'm, I'm really struggling right now. But when we talked about um, being scared, Mm-hmm. Well, we always talk, people always talk about business, about what you're afraid of and why you don't grow and what's holding you back. And what I'm thinking with the scary is, what are we afraid to do? Not, not what's actually like scaring us from it is what, what, what wild and crazy, basically what I did when I was in Europe mm-hmm. was think beyond the box. Basically, <laughs> this is what you think you want to do. What do you want to do? Now, if you wanted to take it one step further and go crazy wild with it, now what would you do? And we went to Disneyland Paris as a perfect example. And then we went to a lot of castles where they had a castle. It's an old thing. It's it's nice. It's pretty. It's got great history. But how do you make it better? How do you make old things new? And what we learned was it's scary to adjust things that people are used to. Mm-hmm. And so that's because they're more scared than you are. So we don't want to change things because we don't want to, uh, we don't want to frighten away our, our clients. But what we found like with Disneyland. <laughs> Apparently there's a lot of things to be scared of Disneyland these days. <laughs> but with Disneyland, they adjusted and started bringing more things in. Now I wasn't at the American one. I was in Paris. Right, he was in the Paris and so, one. And the Paris one, I mean, they had alcohol and people didn't understand the, you know, the, the fairy tales and things like that. So they adjusted and they're like, okay, will the European clientele like this? Right. And what it was is they adjusted it to the American way and the Europeans came to watch the American way. It actually drew them instead Interesting. of Interesting. Instead of forcing them. Yeah. Yeah. Because normally you want to put stuff that people are familiar with. Yeah. Interesting. So in your business, what what scares you? I mean, there's something that you might want to do. You think, Man, I probably shouldn't do that. They're probably not gonna like that. I, I think we I think we actually we scare ourselves more than anything else. Yeah. But we do all of that related on our past. I mean, it could be <laughs> it could be something that an old friend did to you, it could be 
the fact that you experienced, you know, a bad business once. It may not even be you. Maybe you watch somebody else right. suffer through something. You're like, right. I'm not letting that happen to me. Well, I, I guess a good story for that one. Honestly, my I was adopted. And I think most people out here know that. Um, but also one of my sisters or half sisters, which is not technically related by blood, she was adopted. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting is even after seeing my experience of positiveness of meeting my, you know, my birth parents and stuff, she doesn't want anything to do with trying to find her birth parents because she had a friend in high school who had a bad experience. Stop <laughs> so, I mean, that's based on somebody else's, somebody else's experience. So moving forward, it's her choice. I mean, my choice was to go find my parents. And I would, I kind of thought, you know, that maybe she, after I found out what, you know, about her, that she would do it, but she was too scared to do it because of her past. So what's at least that's the way I understand the story, and I could be totally wrong, but it works. But what scares you? <laughs> and when, what what wild and crazy thing would you love to do with your life or your business? You're like, no, people are going to talk about me. Uh, no, I I might. I've seen someone fail doing that. You know what? What holds you back? And when. I wanted to stay in business for now, and then later on we'll switch to the personal side because personal side's a lot easier. Well, I also look at it from a a roller coaster standpoint. Do you like roller coasters? I love roller coasters. I love roller coasters. But are they scary? Yeah, they give you, you know, butterflies in your tummy and all that other kind of stuff, thinking about going on to this ride. But then I think, you know how many thousands and thousands and thousands of people have already done this? And then I just do it. Though I did see one where someone fell out of it and um, it kept me off of roller coasters for many years <laughs> until I realized I'll make sure that thing locks. Yeah. Well, there's accidents that happen. I mean, it, it, some people have a, a legitimate reason to be scared because they may have seen somebody, you know. Like me. Right. May have. Yeah. I used that word properly. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Seesaw scene. Yes. Yes. Well, my thing is, is when you have a fear and you have a legitimate fear and it's something that's holding you back, but it's holding you back from what you really want. My book, it's not luck overcoming you. It's all about that. Overcoming the things it's, it's called. It's not luck overcoming you. It's because <laughs> maze imagine that. Yeah. Surprise. The thing is, is there's so many things that hold us back. Little things that if you look back at it, if you really reflect on it, there's basis on it against not being afraid of it. Does that make sense? Things that prove that you've already succumbed it, overcame it. You just don't remember that you did. So look at that problem. Look at that issue and say, when, where have I seen anything like that before? So like with me, I'm afraid. I don't want to travel alone because I have a brain injury. And what if I get lost or what if I get tired and I can't remember where I am and I get lost? So next lost. time you go to Paris, so what your I, handler. So what I realized <laughs> was... I have an SOS on my phone. It's international. Uh, There are people out there who will always help me. I've got Google Translate if I'm in another country and they don't understand me. Worst comes the worst. (laughs) Presuming you have cell signal. Yeah. Worst (laughs) comes worse. Um, I sit at the airport until I figure out or I rest up enough for my brain to come back. And so I went, you know what? I can do this. I can go. And then when I got there, I met other people traveling who were also scared. So we kind of stayed together and okay, I've got you. And they're like, well, I'm so glad you know where you're going and what you're doing. I'm like, I got you. (laughs) I assumed the leader role. I didn't even know where I was. And so the thing is, is 
I realized that I can overcome that because I have been alone before. I have been lost. I survived it. And so at 54, I can survive it again. So what are you afraid of? Look at the problem and realize that you've seen it before. You've seen it mm -hmm. and you've overcome it before in some smaller way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. Once you see that, your brain does, wait a minute, maybe I can do this after all. And it will. Well, I think our brain... It has a tendency to overshadow, of course, with no, fear. our brains are, are very good at over exaggerating. Yes, very much so. I, I, I'm one of these ones who looks into the future and goes, are you sure you want to do that? You have a magic ball? I do. Dang. In my head. <laughs> and then it turns out that circumstances change and it wasn't as bad as it should have been. Oh, yeah. According to my brain. Okay. So we we look at it, whether it's picking up a new business. I mean, I'm looking at a new business venture now that is it you have to go back through and look at the logistics and the logical um, steps to it. Is it worth the return on investment or the ROI? Because it can be really scary if there is no ROI, but it can always be scary, too, if you don't know what the ROI is. So you have to protect yourself somehow in order to move into that business or not to move into that business. You have to make a logical, educated choice. Educated. Educated. So mm -hmm. did you get that? Did we pound that in enough? Look at what your problem is. Realize that you've seen it before and go fix it. <laughs> now, number two. Uh-oh. What's in, number two? In, in your life. If you're married, if you're single, if you're pursuing someone, if you're not pursuing something, um, do you want a relationship? Do you not want a relationship? What? What's holding you back on those? Sometimes it's personal standards. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody, but sometimes it, it's personal standards in the way that we have expectations for that person that we want to be with. Is that being fearful of what they're going to be? It, it could be because a lot of times we, I mean, I've heard these stories where this person writes out this long list of these are the qualities of the individual I must have. And I'm going to manifest them. And I'm going to manifest them and I'm going to bring them to life. And I'm now 45 years old and I have still not found this person <laughs> or 50 or whatever. I mean, well, I, I'm thinking in our, our, in our age group, yeah. Brian, our age group, it's usually people are divorced, separated, remarried, divorced again. And they're like, I'm never going to find anybody. I I'm done. And what I say is write down your list right. and realize what part of all of that did you play? Ooh. So you what just you got deep now. Yeah. So what you're afraid of, is it really the other person you're anticipating them to be or how you will react to that person? And now let me go to my quote that I love so much from Byron Katie. Do you remember it? The rut in the grave? No, oh. that's Ellen Glasgow. Oh, but I'm really proud of you for remembering Rotten Grave. That was no. the one that sticks to my head. It's three types of control in the world. Oh, <laughs> mine, the other person's, and God's, and <laughs> nobody else's business. And so when you are when you are in a relationship and you're upset because the other person isn't doing something you want them to do, whose problem is it? Yours, that other person, or God's? tends to be your problem because you're trying to control something that's not yours. So get out of it and realize that you can adjust yourself. When you look at a relationship or you're looking at, let's say you're married and it's driving you crazy and you sit crazy and you want out, look at that relationship and say, how is it really that person or is it how my reaction 
to that person is? And is it worth going out back into the wild of singlehood, finding someone to realize, okay, that one little thing, that, that snore at night, that, that's nothing. Uh, that other person, you know, the other thing or whatever you might run into is going to be far worse. So I think there's always a, a worse, a worser story. Yeah. So be careful what you wish for. And if you're out there single looking for somebody, be honest with what, who you are. If you've been in multiple relationships, what did you play in all those relationships that you've had multiple relationships? It's a you fix, not a next person fix. Okay. Who was it, Elizabeth Taylor, that had eight husbands or yeah. something? It's like, what was what what's was, the common denominator? Common here? denominator, Elizabeth, was you. So what's the problem? High expectations is what it probably was. You know, people are human, except that people have falls of faults and flaws and you accept them if you're going to accept them and be with them or go live off on your own then be happy with that too yeah well i i run across a lot of people and the stuff that i do i run across a lot of individuals um especially women and you see them on social media and they sit there and they complain about this they complain about that they complain about this and why they can't find love and why they can't this and why they can't that looking for love in all the wrong places pretty much <laughs> and that's what it seems like because I sit there and I, I read some of these things and I'm like, do you realize that you're an emotional wreck because you don't have somebody because you haven't found somebody? Did you ever think that that emotional status that you're in is what's causing the fact that you have this? You're emotion? repelling. <laughs> yes. And that's why I love that song, The Greatest Love of All. Right. Have you heard The Greatest Love of All, of all by, well, well, Whitney has to say. Yes. No, no. Love of all. No, no. <laughs> the greatest love of all <laughs> is easy to achieve. It, it Learning to love yourself, right. it is the greatest love of all. Once you learn to love you in all your faults and glories. In all the wrong places. That is when, <laughs> when you stop looking and look to love yourself is when you'll start drawing people like flies. If you see me in a room, I am not looking for anyone. Well, I would hope not. Michael might not like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm very happy and I'm, I'm very comfortable with who I am. But um, I have people coming to me left and right. Why? Because there's a light. There's this energy of comfortable that people look for in their lives. And they're like, wow, there's so much peace there. I want that. Hmm. I want peace in my life. So be that peace. Be that comfortable in your life that people want that. So if you're single, that's what you're after. Be comfortable in you. When you don't need anybody else, that's when everybody wants you. So then you can piecemeal. Do they want me because they're filling a space? Or they want me because they want me in their life, not need me in their life. Big, big difference. <laughs> Helene just said, I need to come back to Texas so I can help. She can help me sing. <laughs> I thought I was forbidden from Texas. <laughs> you were. And my voice is blown because last night I went out with Brian to some Halloween thing. Uh, he he rocked the house. But the last song was a Janis Joplin. For you. Take a little piece, piece of my heart now, baby. And I'm screaming. Take another little piece of my heart. Yeah, it was kind of loud. I lost my voice too, but I didn't really scream anything. I have this little, Just one of those nights, I have this I think. little heater in my lap. I just want you all to know that she's very warm. Okay. <laughs> baby, that looks weird on camera. <laughs> I'm babysitting my sister's puppies. <laughs> and 
and this one's very needy. <laughs> Scared of having any more uh, children in your house? She's afraid to be alone. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. We we diverted. We did. I was just thinking, you know, frightening. We've got Halloween coming up. You know, there's people who don't celebrate it, but there's a lot of people who do. And part of that whole thing is that fraidy, that afraid stuff. Um, and I was thinking, you, when you said roller coaster, we go on a roller coaster for the thrill. A lot of people go, of go through that. Halloween for the thrill of haunted houses. Sometimes people go through life for the thrill. Now, do you catch this? Some people like the emotional roller coaster because they don't think they're on a ride unless they cause loops and turns and zigzags and ups and downs. And then they do, I don't know why I'm not happy. It's because you can only be on a roller coaster for so long. Is that what Carl Karen's? They have to get in your face. They have to, to make turmoil. Yeah, maybe they, because they need, they need something yeah. We solve the world's problems. Yeah, we are. You get Thank rid of all so the much. Karens just by listening to us. No Karens. I know a lot of really nice Karens. It's the proverbial Karens. But, and Kens. Kens and Karens uh, get in people's business, I guess. But remember, there's three types of control in the world. There's mine, yours, and God's. Yeah, and when you're trying to control other people, especially when you're trying to control large groups of people, it's your problem, not theirs. What else? Well, there we go. We solved all the world's problems. Today. Thank you so much for Denim and Pearls for solving all problems. <laughs> I, there's no more shows after this. We've solved all the world's problems. Okay. What this we... is our last show. Thank you so much. <laughs> I have a feeling it's not. <laughs> you got a kudo today. We got a kudo today, right? We did. What was that all about? Oh, Liz. Liz, Liz wrote and she said she was watching our old podcast and she uh, picked up on one and she says, it was exactly what I needed to hear. It was the answer because I was having struggles with something and we can't say it out loud. Well, no, well, but, we don't want to do that. But yeah, she was having troubles and she says, it answered her issue. And so, you're welcome. <laughs> we may seem a little flighty and that we go through topics, but when you need us, well, I it'll think pop up. I think it's just like, I mean, I've, I think I've used it here before. You know, you open up a book and you point to the book or the Bible, whatever you open it up in the verse and the stanza applies to you today. Yes. And I think that a lot of stuff, even if it's social media, things come to us as we need them. That's how the universe is. The question is, do we recognize the signs? Signs, sign everywhere. Sign. No, I'm thinking of the old Jim Carrey movie. Was it Oh God or something like that? Where Oh, when he becomes show that. me a sign. <laughs> It's down the road. <laughs> Sometimes we miss them. We look right past them on a daily basis. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Every minute. Every hour. Like this puppy is telling me I need to settle down and relax. I need to not be running around. Sleep. And I need to just sleep <laughs> and enjoy being home. You got two more days of spooky, scary stuff to do, though. I do. <laughs> today. Today. What's today? Friday? Friday? Sorry. You got three days. Are you going to be able to handle all three days? <laughs> I have to, so. You have to. And on Monday it's night. It's still not as bad as Galaxy Fest when I was 24-7 for. My daughter brought home a crap ton of candy. So on Monday night, I'm handing out lots and lots of candy. We don't get many kids anymore. I know. You, are you, are you. Which means I'm going to hand out. To? I'm going to hand down four. Hand out four. Eat 25. Hand out four. <laughs> eat 25. Hand out. 
No, we're we're down on ours. I I we were always low anyway because we've got like big lots between us, you know, so half acre lots. It's a long walk from one house to the next house. Especially when it's usually negative twenty in Colorado. <laughs> but you guys live in a neighborhood that kids can walk. Yeah, they all bus over here. And I mean, they had they to take through. yeah, they had to take like hay rides to get from one house to. But, the... <laughs> but we still only get about thirty kids, so really, it's still not an yeah. We oh, have wow. a lot more candy than we're gonna have kids. Wow. So if it's warm this Monday, we'll see. Supposed to be right. If not, I'm going to be eating a lot of candy. <laughs> You'll have to go back to Paris to get your steps in. Darn. <laughs> I tell you, Europe was awesome, and Google Translate is your friend. I am not endorsing it. I'm just. Did saying, you really use it? I I went for a coffee and I asked for a cafe latte. <laughs> they understood that. With a well, it's French. Why? <laughs> with a croissant. <laughs> And the waiter said, croissant? Why is Croissant? He was so confused. So I wrote in croissant inside of Google's translate and I hit the pronounce button and it said croissant. And the waiter said, ah, croissant. Not croissant. Croissant. Is there a difference between the two words? But did you find that out? Yeah, croissant. Is how you say. Well, it. I mean, the pronunciation is different, but is the pronunciation does it mean two different things? No. No. Croissant means nothing. <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> and I kept saying croissant with the T on the end. He's like, no, it's croissant. <laughs> and I was like, it was like going down south and asking for a soda, a pop. Or, or Coke. Coke. <laughs> and um, he had no idea what a soda was, but yeah. he understood pop. You know, I'm like, really? Is this still a conversation today? No, but it was as the closest anal analogy. Yeah, I know, but I'm just wondering, if, is, is it, we used to have that conversation all the time because I was from the Midwest and everybody I ran into in the military, of course, was from different areas. Yeah. So we had that conversation all the time, but I haven't had that conversation in a long time. Yeah, because we've all figured it out. Yeah, because when, like my mom. I want a Coke. What flavor? Orange? Exactly. My mom always drank Pepsi, but you said you she called it a Coke. <laughs> I want a Coke. Okay, I'll get you a Coke. No, I mean Pepsi. <laughs> That's okay. I learned in, in England, cream is yogurt. I want milk in my tea. Say that again? I asked for tea yeah. with milk. Right. I mean, with cream. And they said, cream. We don't have cream. They have milk. Okay, then. Of course, I think it'd be weird putting yogurt in your tea, though. It's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're sorry. We don't have cream. I said, oh, I like tea with my, I like coffee and I like tea and coffee with creamer. And they went, oh, you mean milk? I said, yes. Oh, we have milk. I'm like, <clears throat> You got to learn to adapt to the natives. I'd like the white stuff to be poured into my coffee in my tea. Well. <laughs> I end up getting some liquor because every place I went had a gigantic bar. So did you, so since we're on scary on this one, did you have any a fear of anything, a scare of anything? Anne Boleyn's house. Scary as out, get out. Oh, the I, that's not the route I was going with that, oh. but I meant with having the conversations, meeting new people, no. having translation problems. Were you well, scared of what, any of that? No. Um, the only time I was scared about it is my phone died when I was in London. And uh, <laughs> I was out somewhere and 
the group I was a, was with was uh, spreading. We were all dividing out and doing stuff. And I'm like, I want to go this way. Wait a minute. My phone is dead. Don't leave me. <laughs> Don't leave the house without your phone charged. Well, because no, the battery was dying really fast out there. And I even had a, a backup battery mm -hmm. and it died too. We were, we were That's walking. because it was constantly searching or doing something Yes, like because that. we were, in order to get to the buses we were taking, all those things we needed, we needed our maps. And so we were using maps all through the city. And uh, yeah, don't leave me because I have no way to get back to where I'm going. And then the other place was um, when I was in Paris, even though you had the address, there was Saint, let's say Saint Pierre Croix. There was Saint Pierre Croix 0.26 East, Saint Pierre Croix 0.26 East West. I mean, it was that subtle of a difference. And if you were one letter off, you're on the wrong side of town. Interesting. So it was like, this is the address. <laughs> I didn't even bother saying it. I just, I just clicked it on my phone and showed it to the Uber driver and said, this is it. Is this the right place? And he's like, Oh, okay. Oh, I never, that's what I didn't do today. What? I forgot to put this stuff up. Yeah. I'm a little late in the program for I, that. I one. wanted to call it, you know, the monster mash or something like I that. I kind of forgot that. We talked about it last night. But forgot. thinking about life and uh, relating Halloween and being scared, what are you afraid of? Life is a, an adventure, but sometimes, yeah, it, it is. Well, an adventure. fear overtakes us sometimes. Sometimes fear stops you from ever having the adventure of life at all. So go take little steps towards your fears because what you'll find is what you think you fear is really your imagination of what you think it's going to be. When you get there, it's really not that scary after all. Well, you've got a, I'm going to, we only got a couple more minutes here, but you've got a big event coming up in January, right? I do. It's kind of spooky, scary. It is. From your perspective. Yes, it's spooky, scary, because it's the first time I'm doing something this big. And it is January 25, 26, 27. And then there's a bonus VIP day on the 28th where the VIPs are going to be putting hair and makeup and lighting and all that jazz. Do, um, uh, well, you are starting to dream big headshots and everything and then they are going to be recorded on my tv show nice yes so it is a little spooky scary because i've had the one unapologetic speaking camp and this one i'd like to have at least 20 and at this camp the last camp we only had 12 and i need 20 why because i have three days and three days is a long time to talk so i have guest speakers coming in on the first and second day but if you are wanting and ready to up your speaking game no matter mm. what level you're at i'm here for you but oh, yeah. this, remember, this is the the stage on this is amazing yes nobody else i don't think anybody else in this field is accomplishing what we're going to accomplish in January. And if you can be on my stage in January, you then will, you can be anywhere. You can be on any stage, <laughs> literally. And basically what I'm doing is I'm bringing you to the biggest thing you could ever see and be on. And be oh, comfortable we, can give on a, that. we can give it a hint too. If you want to be in Wembley stadium, when you're on this stage, you could be at Wembley stadium. If you want to be at the, what, what the opera house, the Sydney opera house, I was you could be that. at the Sydney opera house. And that's enough you're going to give And them. that's all we're going to give them. And so here's the thing. If you'd like to be a part of <laughs> oh. it, write me. 
Well, you got it on your page, don't you? I've got it on my website now, michellemoross.com. It should be a drop down for the events. Go there. Yeah. Go do it. If you've Sign been up. waiting to invest in yourself to go have the most phenomenal 2023 and beyond, now is the time. Yeah. And you got the prices set at the lowest right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to get in, now's the time to get in. Yes. And, 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 and get and. yourself a Christmas present. Yeah. A gift that will keep on giving because the connections. <laughs> there used that, to be a commercial about the, that. <laughs> oh, really? The connections that you will make will also be phenomenal. I'm also looking for sponsors. So if you're willing to want to be part of the event and be a sponsor, um, you know, we're looking for breakfast sponsors and lunch sponsors and easy you know, stuff. Yeah. You know, Marketing, advertisers. Yeah, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Reach out. You can write me through michellemoross.com or just go to me, write me directly, email me at michellemoross.com. It's easier to go to my website because that way you don't get lost in junk mail. Okay. <laughs> so go to michellemoross.com and write me through there. Anything else? No, I think I, I think we give your advertisement. I don't have anything to advertise yet because my book's not done. My website is on its way. Okay. Well, the other thing you want to know <laughs> is I will be uh, with my Amplifluence and my Movers and Shakers stuff in Tampa, in Orlando, in December. I can't remember. Oh, Probably no, December no. 3rd, the day of my birth. Oh, my day of my birthday. I am. I'm going to be in D.C. at the day of your birthday. But no, um, no. Uh, November 29 and 30 are two big movers and shakers in Colorado, Denver and Colorado Springs. Then to DC and Pennsylvania, December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Maybe you should stay home. And then down to Tampa, the 7th, 8th, and 9th into Orlando. And then back to Baltimore on the 9th. And then I'm home on the 10th. I hope you all wrote that down because I sure didn't. Anyway. Lots coming. <laughs> if you're in Colorado, pay attention to the last two days of the month. If you are in the D.C., Baltimore, and New York area, I'm doing the New York Times December 4th. Maybe you should finish your book by then. Okay. And then uh, Tampa will be the 7th and 8th. Tampa and Orlando. So if you're in any of those places, keep track of my page because I'll be putting them up. Thank you so much for joining us on Denman Pearls. My name is Michelle Morales. And I'm Ryan Swanson. And you don't have your glasses. Be scary. Oh. Don't be scared. Go be brave. Go see the cool things. And I've got a hint of what I'm going to be tonight at, at Stones. A librarian? Peace. Hey. What's that? I don't know what that is. It's really weird. How about Peace.